If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC All legal options to ensure radio show host With Dagbon Radio Who was manhandled by a former NDC executive During a live show Gets Justice As it describes the act as barbaric we are referring the matter to our lawyer. We said it and see how best we can come to the aid of our guy. And also, we are planning to report the matter to the Ghana Police Service. We'll bring you the latest as the police begins investigations into the case brought against the former NDC Deputy Regional Communications Director. Also tonight. Baumier's charm offensive as more details emerge of his interaction with NPP members of parliament as he rolls up his sleeves to contest for president in the 2024 general elections. The vice president has the support of most of the MPs. We have a hundred plus of MPs who are openly throwing support for the vice And yesterday, the demeanor of MPs, the enthusiasm and all the happiness which were felt out in our our eagerness to show the vice president that indeed the members of parliament and our following is behind the vice president. We'll get to hear from some NPP MPs with a party set to open nominations later this month. Scores of angry residents of Nima pour onto the streets to protest the poor state of their roads, abandoned projects, and the general neglect of their community by government. This is as total for us to. I don't know whether if they, they are doing a, a, a galamse here. That project has been there, I don't remember how many years, but it's close to a decade. Come on, let's be sincere to ourselves. Next time, we are not going to be like this. They've given government a month's ultimatum to address their concerns. Meanwhile, what happened to government's plan to convert Nima into a world-class residential enclave? To make the aforesaid area a world-class residential enclave close to Jubilee House. We have details of that. We also have business. And then business, Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison, optimistic of Ghana securing an IMF program by the end of this month. And in sports, Ghana's under-23 team to no AFCON group opponent on Friday ahead of the tournament slated for June this year in Morocco. And much later, judge for cues and lyrics, Bugod has set social media users ranting for claiming that contestants of cues and lyrics sounds better than the one-time artist of the year, Kwaokese. Sadeko, I can walk for the bouncing, for the, for the, hey. 
Father, Father. For the popping, that's from Kalkasi, right? Yeah, from Kalkasi. You sounded better than him. <laughs> Thank you. We have details of that in much later also. Darling, I will be loving you till and also tonight, U.S. court rules that Ed Sheeran did not copy Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On song when he composed Thinking Out Loud. We have details of that and more here on tonight's edition of Newsnight. Please do join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp. It's 055 I am MFA Apau. And my name is Evans Mens. And we start with the election headquarters as we build up to the uh, many primaries. The NPP presidential and parliamentary primaries also beckoning with the party set to open nominations later this month. And Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is rolling up his sleeves to contest for president in the 2024 elections with a charm offensive. Well, Dr. Baumia has in the last couple of days been meeting with NPP MPs in Parliament and has declared to them his intention to join the race to lead the governing NPP into next year's polls. Well, other contenders for the flag bearership contest have long formally joined the campaign trail and Joy News is learning tonight in that meeting. The Vice President secured the support of about a hundred MPs on his side. Listen to MP for Yendi, Farouk Aliu Mahama, speaking to join News after the meeting. The Vice President was simply just in to inform members of Parliament of his intention. And if you care to know, members of Parliament are the stakeholders in the party. And obviously it is respectful and in the right place for the Vice President to come and seek our support mm. and also to declare his intention to Ghanaians and the new patriotic party through the structure and i believe yesterday was a signal to all the mps that indeed the vice president is ready to kick start and as we all know as usual the vice president has the support of most of the mps i will not say 138 but we have a hundred plus of mps who are openly throwing support for the vice and yesterday the demeanor of mps the enthusiasm and all the happiness which were felt out in our our eagerness to show the vice president that indeed the members of parliament and our following is behind yeah. the vice president. Mm. Well, it talks about eagerness. Thankfully, he joins us on the telephone line right now. We'll also get a sense from the uh, vice president's office on this charm offensive. offensive uh, Farouk, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Hello? Hello, Mr. Mama. Thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Good evening, my brother. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You talked about eagerness on the part of the MPs. You say about a hundred of them. What, what, what is what is this thing that is causing this eagerness? What is what about Baumia makes you feel that MPs, a hundred of them, were eager to throw their weight behind him? Obviously, um, everybody knows the track record of our vice president since his emergence as uh, a presidential candidate for years consistently and eventually. Uh, ascending the throne of a vice president and since he became a vice president he's been uh, very innovative brought a lot of innovation to the country showed competence across all fields making sure that he's well recognized and positioning himself as a very very relevant vice president and also a very humble vice president who accepts all and other MPs not only myself have observed the vice president consistently for years and we were patiently waiting because the party has a structure and the party was supposed to declare and open the nomination for everybody to come. So we were eagerly waiting for that day, and that day has come after the next decision for it to say that all potential candidates, and we knowing our candidate was Dr. Baumia, we were eager for him to declare to Ghanaians, to set the tone that indeed he's ready to take the mantle from his so meeting, and to lead the party to the promised land. So in this meeting, he formally told you that he's running, he's picking up forms later this month, and he will be in the race. Yes, he did that. I mean, before even he came, uh, another presidential candidate, uh, Kwame Japon, came to meet us. After him, the vice president came. And he came to show respect to the MPs because MPs are stakeholders in the party, knowing very well that, of course, the party has a caucus of the parliament and the MPs are the people who lead our constituents. And inshallah, it was proper for him to come and seek for the support and also listen to our views. And if we have any suggestions that will advise him sort of going forward, uh, we would also use it as a guiding point to improve upon his campaign to make sure that after the elections, there will be a united front for the party. You, you, you're just telling us that other aspirants also met you. Um, I, you've said in the Baumia meeting, a hundred of you declared your support for him. When the others came, did he also get declaration of support from MPs? Uh, Mr. Komle Japan came 
uh, earlier before the vice president. And obviously, you could deduce in between the lines that the people there, uh, MPs present there, were not really showing any sign of a massive endorsement like comparatively to the vice president. The vice president's own was open and clear. Everybody saw the demeanor of the people, the MPs, some of them coming out to speak for the vice president to know that he's been able to touch their lives and show respect to them by paying them visits and continuous with them, showing signals that obviously they are with him and all that. And on that day, the vice president saw that the MPs in the room there, obviously, we are wanted here. We are not saying the vice president uh, has the support of wanted eight, but a hundred plus of us is something that is not anything hidden. The MPs are there to verify, and everybody knows that we have the majority in terms of the parliament. But irrespective of we having the support as MPs, the trickle down effect is the grassroots, and it trickles down same into the grassroots as delegates who are going to be voting for the for, for the presidential election. You pull the you pull the support, the MPs uh, support at three hundred. The the remaining thirty plus. Um, are they also vying for another contestant or they also split? I'll, know, I'll be able to speak for my, ourselves, Evans. I'll be able to speak for the vice president and the MPP. I won't be able to speak for the other contenders. What I know is that the vice president has the support of the MPs and it trickled down on the day he came. And obviously we know that we are not too being, uh, what's the name, uh, and We know that there's more work to be done and inshallah it will re- re- reciprocate on the day of the special voting. After the special voting, we carry on onto the, the main election, which is on the 4th. So this support that you've declared for him, what does it translate I- into in reality? Are you, the MPs, going to be on the ground campaigning for We've him? We've been doing this for the past... Um, we've been doing this since January. I just came from Yendi um, three days ago. I've been going touch, going around with my people, telling the delegates, telling everybody, and the same as other MPs from the Ashanti region. And Ashanti region is also a place that we have a lot of numbers, MPs supporting the vice. But they are doing service across the board on the 16 regions. And everybody, we are only just saying our hours are going to be the votes. We need the grassroots, and that's our followers. And they believe in us. And as we are their leaders, obviously, there should be that leverage of uh, was a competitive advantage for Baumia in terms of the votes when uh, the elections are held. Uh, Farouk Aliou Mahama, thank you very much. He's a member of parliament for the Yendi constituency. Joining us right now is a spokesperson for the vice president, uh, Dr. Gideon Boako. Uh, Doc, should we take this, what we're hearing from Aliou Mahama and co, uh, to be the formal declaration of the vice president's intention to join the race? Uh, thank you, Evans. Um, this is actually not the formal declaration from the vice president. As you've heard from the reports from Parliament, the Vice President is uh, on a consultation tour. Uh, He's consulting various stakeholders in the party, various stakeholders in the country, not just in the party, and also seeking the blessings of these key stakeholders before he makes in the public declaration. It's an exercise the Vice President started about three to two weeks ago. Um, officially, I must say he had actually started this early uh, in the year, but it got intensified about three weeks ago, where he paid, uh, I mean, visits to key stakeholders in government, key stakeholders in the party, some chiefs, some clergymen. It's a process that is ongoing. He hasn't finished, and once the vice president feels he's exhausted the consultation process, um, he will come out officially and make an official declaration to the next steps forward. Um, what uh, happened in Parliament is part of the consultation process. The Vice President felt that members of Parliament are key stakeholders is for anything at all. They are the representatives of the people. And, uh, therefore, he had to consult them. He went to Parliament. He sought audience with them. Um, they gracefully came to meet him. He spoke to them and express his uh, intent to them. And uh, they also worked out very well. And it was quite thrilling to hear members of parliament uh, make such open uh, declaration of support to the vice president at that particular meeting, after which he took time to, you know, uh, fraternize with the members of parliament, hobbled up with them, acted a tête with them before we left parliament. So it's an ongoing process. And once that process is exhausted, the vice president will come out openly to make his intentions known to the public but he felt that he needed to accord who respect his due consult the key stakeholders as fathers uh, mothers 
and key actors in our politics before he makes any such public declaration. Except that he may be running out of time, considering that the nomination is open um, later this month. Has he fixed a date for a formal announcement? Yeah, I, I understand the suggestions of time, but you know, the vice president, as you see him, has been very law-abiding. He believes the NPP has a constitution, and the constitution guides the processes uh, leading to our elections. And once nominations had not begun, uh, the vice president could not jump the gun. Others may have started something, but the vice, vice president feels that he has to respect the constitution of the party. He has to respect the party structures and leadership and follow the guidelines that they have given. The party has set a date, which is 26 of this month, to open the nominations. Of course, before, before the vice president picks the nomination, he may have to openly uh, announce his intention to contest, and that will come before the 26th, but I'm unable to give you the exact date. I know the date though, but um, I don't have the power to communicate it now, but I can assure you the Vice President will make open declaration uh, on his uh, intention to contest for the flag position of the party before nominations are open. And finally, before you go, uh, Gideon, um, he, clearly he will be uh, entering the race. The question is when does he communicate that to the public? The question that many will ask is, he's still the Vice President. How does he plan to combine being a vice president and running for president? That's not difficult at all. He will not be the first vice president to contest for internal party position. And so just as other vice presidents have managed to combine the two, so will the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, will be able to combine the two. He's a very meticulous person. He's somebody who doesn't play his work. He knows uh, the distinction between doing government work and doing party work, and mind you, it's not the first time he's doing party work. He's been a vice president and running on campaign, campaigning for the party, for the national elections. That was not difficult for him at all. And therefore, when it comes to internal elections, too, the vice president will never have a difficulty at all combining his work as a vice president with uh, campaigning for internal party positions. That is something that is very simple. He has done this over and over again. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And this time around, it's not going to be any different. Uh, Gideon Baku, thank you very much. Uh, Dr. Gideon Baku speaks for the uh, Vice President and MFA Pau. The NPP actually, it it seemed to me earlier that they had, they had a long plan in terms of the uh, primaries opening. But it just two weeks ago, mm -hmm. two weeks from now, they opened the nominations. Uh, for all of them to now pick and formally and officially, and, and know officially go on. Let's uh, speak to the national organizer of the party. Uh, Henry Nabwache joins us on the line right now. Hello, Mr. Bwache. Thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Evans, good evening. Thank you for having me on your show. So 26 is the date, is it? Yes, 26 is the date. I mean, it remains unchanged. Um, there are plans uh, underway uh, to even announce uh, through... Uh, press conference, the rules and regulations, the guidelines uh, that would uh, regulate the conduct of the presidential primaries. So yes, 26th, 
of May, um, it's the date for opening of nominations, 24th of June, uh, we close nominations. And then um, if we have a special electoral college elections, that is if the prospective aspirants are more than five, then we would have to hold a special electoral college election uh, to trim it down to five. And that would also um, be conducted on the 26th of August, uh, after which we would have the main uh, presidential primaries on the 4th of November, 2023. So yes, uh, we are on course. The campaigning, though, has already started. It started long ago. Um, and the party, I know you put in place rules and you ask people to comply. So far, satisfied with compliance? Um, Evans, I personally will not say that I'm satisfied with compliance, but uh, naturally it's expected. We have gone through our internal uh, elections right from the polling station, the electoral area. Uh, we've done the constituency, we've done external branches, we've done regional elections, national. So as part of our um, preparation, it requires that we finish with the last two primaries, and that will be the presidential primaries and parliamentary primaries. So naturally, the party is thrown in that mood uh, of uh, expectation. That is, the, the broad-based party supporters expecting who becomes a presidential candidate and also who becomes their parliamentary candidate. So. Uh, we know that there have been, you know, a lot of engagements by some of these high-profile personalities. But as I said, it's uh, naturally an a, a expectation from some of us. Um, I would go ahead to say that, I mean, to make sure that we have a one party, there, there is no way an individual interest can supersede that of the collective interest. So we need to manage our conduct, we need to be circumspective, especially when uh, in our utterances, uh, all of that. So we are going to come out stronger, I believe. Well, but are there specific cases, because I've heard you tell Evans that you are not personally satisfied with compliance so far. Are there specific cases that you want to make reference to? Um, frankly speaking, I'm not really happy about uh, some of the utterances from the supporters of the various aspirant and uh, I will use maybe uh, your, your your platform to say that we need to minimize some of these utterances, uh, some of these unsavory comments that we pass. All of these prospective presidential aspirants are high-profile personalities. They have served the party uh, over the years, so they, they have accumulated you know wealth of experience. So uh, for young persons on other platforms trying to uh, insult some of these persons. I mean, I find it quite worrying. So uh, that is why I'm saying that And I mean, we are grateful. We'll leave it here. And that's um, Nana Bwache. He's a national organizer of the NPP. We stay in the election headquarters this time in Naswasi. In Naswasi, we are talking about the NPP opening nominations on the 26th. Guess what? The NDC is not only opening nominations, they've done that in close a long time ago. The real contest is just on the 13th of May. May. And we've been building up towards that. Let's focus on Naswasi. There is a mighty contest brewing in that particular part of the Shanti region. The seat has never been more challenging for Mohammed Muntaka Mubarak, with five terms already under his belt, he now faces stable position uh, in his sixth bid from a young, relatively unknown activist, Masawudu Mubarak. Guess what? They have the same sign name. <laughs> <laughs> Who is threatening to unseat him with his mass for, for the, the masses. masses campaign message. Well, as tension rises, the question remains, can Mutaka Mubarak hold on to his seat or will Masawudu pull off a shocking upset? Nanaya Ojima has been exploring this from Aswase. Here's his report. The front of the NDC in Aswase constituency is divided among two factions with constituency chairman Faisal Dauda leading one front and MP Muntaka Mubarak heading the other. Well, it's very hurting when you hear people concocting lies 
I mean, people showing you so much hatred, people showing you, and you wonder why they do that. Masawood made a name for himself in 2018 when he filed nomination to contest the primary but was disqualified at Vertin. If you look at the previous attempt that I made, it was bedeviled with um, things that were not pleasant. But alhamdulillah today, I've had a smooth vetting process. Under a campaign dubbed Mass for the Masses, the branch executive for the NDC is prioritizing human development. Over the 18-year period of the incumbent MP, we haven't had much in terms of human development or um, um, pro, uh, pro, uh, progress. So inshallah, when they say change, they mean progress for the people of the constituency. The incumbent MP, Munteka Mubarak, is in the race to secure a safe term and winning the upcoming primary will make the task easier. You don't get people to conjure supporting you after two decades of being a member of parliament. For you to get people to be conjure supporting you for two decades, it means there's something you are doing right. And for me, I only thank Allah for all what he has done for me. And by this support, I know by the grace of God, Allah is not done with me. Many young people who were once loyal to the MP have switched camps. When you find yourself within a jurisdiction where the one who has been entrusted to making party people get those opportunities is not willing to do it, that's what happens. Then you see that people don't get the opportunities that the party is actually giving to the constituent. That is the problem that we have here. And with what Honorable Masaudu, who has never served in any capacity of government, has not benefited from a penny from government coffers, he's been able to transform the lives of so many young people. You just meet Mas for two, just two minutes. You just convince you with his ideas. That man is. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I don't know how to. I don't know the words to use. Mas, if he wins, inshallah, he will win. You see the changes. You see, Honorable Muntaka. Anytime he campaigns, you don't see we young ladies or youth backing him or so ever. They are all old women and staff. But this time around, it's not about our mothers. It's about us. It's about our future. When MPP is united with their united front, Muntaka can never win them in 2024. Others continue to stand with the MP. And most of our Islamic schools here, in the constituency were dilapidated and there's no school here Islamic school specifically that has not done uh, uh, some infrastructure there is nothing like the strong wind of change you know what you are saying is not scientific you understand the contest that we are going is a delegate you know contest you understand the people who simply have no legitimate you know of voting right as far as this election is going is concerned so to rely on the video that you saw at the regional office really does not speak to what is fact you understand so those who want him out, no matter what he does, they won't support his cause. So for that reason, as for him, he's doing his best. But it's just that those people are not ready for unity. A two-case scenario where the constituency is calling for the retaining of the incumbent and where the opponent is rather calling for the constituency to empower him in order to get an appointment. Whoever emerges winner of the Asawase NDC primary will have to adopt measures to close party ranks and ensure dominance of the party in the constituency is maintained. For Joy News, Nanaya Ochima, Kumasi. So that's the Aswasi situation and your election headquarters will bring you comprehensive coverage of the NDC's primaries um, on May 13. And this is where you ought to leave your dial. Radio, online, TV uh, will bring you comprehensive coverage of that. But let me take you to the northern region now. And the regional chapter of the Ghana Journalists Association is vowing to fiercely explore all legal options to ensure radio show host Dagbon Radio, uh, who was manhandled by former NDC executive gets justice. Well, we know that Sadiq Abubakar Gariba, the radio show host, was attacked while hosting a live show yesterday. Guess what? It was on Press Freedom Day. And former NDC Deputy Regional Communications Director Hadi Bagaza stormed the radio station and disrupted the program. Well, we can hear from the British High Commissioner to Ghana, Harriet Thompson, raising similar concerns yesterday prior to this particular incident. 
continuing to talk about those issues that are troubling, um, that are troubling journalists, uh, ensuring that the government really understands what it's like day to day for any journalist to get out and do their job, uh, the challenges that they face. I think that um, there is a risk, I'm a civil servant myself, there's a risk that civil servants sort of talk about things that we haven't experienced. So those, those relationships uh, between the different sides, the different actors in this space are absolutely crucial so that each understands the other's perspective and is able to move forward together. It's so important to have journalists who are bold and committed enough to keep going until they've uncovered the story, till they've really got to the bottom of what's going on. Well, so that's a uh, British High Commissioner uh, to Ghana, Harriet Thompson. There, but listen to what transpired. And this was all captured by the live uh, cameras in that studio. And in the in the footage that you see, the journalist is sitting behind a microphone, mm-hmm. just as we're doing right mm-hmm. now, uh, presenting his show. And two gentlemen you could see holding his shirt, s- s- scruff of his neck, one other person actually holding his neck and trying to drag him out of the out of the studio. It, there was a scuffle and, and uh, there's a struggle. Eventually, I understand, they managed to drag him out of the studio uh, to the uh, frontage of the of the of the radio station, what happened outside? Nobody knows. It was not captured just yet, but it was over a comment that we are told that Pagaza made. But the radio show host himself, Sadiq Abubakar Gariba, has been narrating events leading to the attack. Before I started the show, I played a tape in which he mentioned me in a sister station. So I said, no, this guy is not worth commenting on. I will not comment on his tape because he, he, he seemed not to be credible. So such people, I don't want to discuss them on my show. That was just it. And I dropped the, uh, the tape and we moved it, uh, on to our other topics that we, we, we plan discussing. So I was discussing with my panel. All of a sudden, I saw them move into the studio. And immediately they came, they came straight to me to, to do the attack. How did this happen? Don't you have security at your premises? Yes, there's security. And after the incident, I started finding out from the security why he allowed them in. And according to him, uh, he moved to the washroom. And when he saw them, he thought because the guy has always come to the studio for programs. So he thought uh, yesterday was one of those days. Only for him to realize that he has moved in to do something different. Has the matter been reported to the police? Yes, even we are currently at the police station. And what is the police saying? The police said he invited him, so they are waiting for him to come. Well, so that's uh, what uh, transpired, and according to Sadiq Abubakar Gariba himself, and we know that uh, this matter is currently before the police and uh, investigations are underway. We'll get details from Martina shortly, but let's hear from the chairman of the regional GJA, that's the Ghana Journalists Association at the regional level, Yakubu Abdul Majid, who say they are considering the act very seriously. They say it's a serious matter and will press on the police to ensure a possible prosecution of the case. Uh, the regional DJ executive, we are condemning that act, and also we are not stopping there. We have a lawyer, we are referring the matter to our lawyer to study it and see how best we can come to the aid of our guy. And also, just a minute ago, we are planning to report the matter to the Ghana Police Service to handle it because this is too much. We cannot sit down and allow all manner of people to be attacking our members like that. Is this the first time such an incident has happened to a journalist in the region? No, this is not the first time. I think this should be about three or four times. Well, let me bring in our Northern Regional Correspondent, Martina Bugri, following up on this case for us. Martina, earlier when we spoke, uh, you mentioned that the incident had... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Been reported to the police. Let's find out what the latest is. The latest is that uh, my text, uh, my sources tell me that the guy did not report to the police. And normally we are told that when somebody complains, they would invite the accused person, they would put the two of them together and do the uh, interrogation. But that has not also been done because I spoke with the guy earlier and he says that he was not called back. So he confirms that the guy did not report to the police. Um, what I'm being told now is that the police are, uh, they've started an investigation and he probably will be arrested because they've started that process to get him arrested. Okay, but let me find out if the NDC at the regional level, and uh, this is an executive or it's a former NDC executive. Have we heard from the party at all? Have we heard from the executive himself? Any public comment on this matter? The party has not commented. The party itself has not said anything. It is individual comments that have condemned the act, but the party as a body has not issued a statement or commented on it yet. Okay, that's uh, my colleague Martina Bugri uh, there, and um, as and when we get more uh, from the police on this, uh, we'll bring that to you. But let me uh, quickly bring in uh, Muhib um, Said. He's head of freedom of expression at um, Media Foundation West Africa, and he joins us uh, on the line uh, with more uh, on this. We are grateful uh, for your time here on Newsnight. So this is uh, rather worrying, especially uh, knowing that it happened on Press Freedom Day, a day that we had already dipped in terms of ranking. What do you make of all? This to the point that people are getting so bold to enter a studio and attack a radio show host whilst holding a live program. Hello, Muhib. It doesn't appear uh, we have Muhib uh, on the line, uh, but um, we'll move on and uh, we'll bring you business with George Biafe. Hello, George. Hi, MFA. Have you ever been assaulted before in your line of work? <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay, so verbal and physical assault. I, I think maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've been verbally assaulted. Uh, maybe, yeah. Ah, what are you saying? Yeah. First of all, you are not sure whether. Maybe verbal. because he covers business, so. You're not um, sure it's if, a bit, if it was a know, verbal assault. It's no, I'm, I'm sure about the, the the verbal assault. Yes, somebody um, verbally assaulted you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. called you names. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was physically assaulted. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness me! This was <laughs> this was in the in the in the, the demonstration. Oh yeah, coming. you remember? Yeah, yeah I this remember that years incident, ago, yeah. possibly 12, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember fifteen yeah. years ago. Yes, it was. Mine was just the last elections. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Baptism. Tally. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's unfortunate that, you know, in the in the line of your profession and trying to do your work, certain people do not understand that if you have a concern with a journalist, there are avenues to deal with that mm. rather than to take the powers or take the law into your own hands. And I was, because I was, I was sort, spitting with a yeah. hostile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was brutal. It was so bad. I made but the front yeah. pages for all the wrong reasons that day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. George, but that was still not deter us from uh, course, doing our work and telling the truth. There was a time that we used to joke in the newsroom that if you've not been beaten before... You then you're not a journalist. Until we saw what happened to Latif exactly. and we realized that. Yeah, mm. it's no joke. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And when those who are supposed to protect you rather end up assaulting you, yeah. 
That's still a very, very unfortunate thing from the Ghana police. Well, coming up in business, Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison, optimistic Ghana will secure an IMF program by the end of this month. An income tax act to offer some relief to businesses and individuals, despite concerns about increasing some rates for products sold on the market and profits of businesses. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Pay. Isn't life wonderful when everything worth doing is scheduled? Hitting the stop button on your alarm just in time for your morning jog. That happy moment listening to your baby's heartbeat at the doctor's office. On a range virtual meeting with that big client. Buy airtime ahead of time with scheduled airtime service on MTN Momo. You can schedule your airtime purchase of any amount daily, weekly, or monthly by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 7642097642209 or 7627792 visit our website www.kingdomgh.com Flamingo Paint has superior properties than any other paint brand on the market? Listen, when you take one bucket of Flamingo Paint, it's equal to several buckets of any paint brand on the market. So, Flamingo has superior hiding properties, superior coverage, it means it covers, and superior durability. Flamingo Paint, superior hiding. Flamingo Paint, superior coverage. Flamingo Paint, superior durability. Flamingo Paint, simply superior. You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison is optimistic that Ghana will secure an IMF program by the end of this month. This was after the country met another critical precondition program request that is halting financing of government's budget by the Bank of Ghana. There is more in this report. The development should mean that the only precondition left for Ghana to get the program approved is the financing assurance from the country's external creditors. Governor of the Bank of Ghana has told the Global Central Banking Portal that Ghana has made some significant progress on securing this financing assurance and that approval should come soon. According to the governor, this approval could come by the end of this month. This is based on the work done so far by government and the Bank of Ghana to help the country secure the IMF board approval. President Ekufado at the recent May Day celebrations disclosed that Ghana is expected to secure the required financing assurance at the next meeting by the Paris Club in the coming weeks. The president also disclosed that China is expected to join the creditors committee to extend their support to Ghana. The governor of the Bank of Ghana has also disclosed that zero financing deal that has been reached will take off when Ghana get the IMF agreement. If Ghana is able to get the IMF agreement by the end of this month, the much-needed disbursement should come in June this year. Ghana is expecting about $3 billion from the IMF under the Extended Credit Facility Agreement. However, it will be disbursed in tranches over the next three years. The first one should come in by June this year.
And that is the business tax report. In a related development, the central bank continues to step up support to help stabilize the Ghana city. The central bank advanced $3.5 million to businesses on the spot market. This helped close the city trading that is yesterday at around 11 Ghana cities, 95 pesos. However, some market analysts have argued that they expect the current pressure on the Ghana city to persist until the country is able to secure an IMF program. The local currency open trade this morning selling at around 11 Ghana cities 98 pesos against the US dollar. Now that's the average rate that the commercial banks are offering to their clients. Now commercial banks have ruled out immediate staff layoff as a result of the shocks coming from the domestic debt action program. There have been reports that some banks are working to rationalize their staff as a result of the shocks coming from the domestic debt action program. This has been compounded by the record losses posted by some of the commercial banks. The chief executive of the Association of Ghana Banks, that is Johnny Wa, tells Joy Business there hasn't been any immediate plan to lay off any bank staff. Since the debt exchange, I've been in several meetings with all, all these MDs. I've been in meetings with Bank of Ghana. We've had all these discussions. At no point have we gotten to the point where a bank has said, oh, we are bringing a proposal to maybe um, undertake rationalization. So, well, a, a bank making over 300 million loss of 400 million, obviously, personnel going forward will be affected. I'm saying banks will take a hard look at their numbers. Those decisions relies in the... Uh, uh, bosom of the bank. Those are bank-specific decisions. Mm. A bank, bank A may decide to close branch A or branch B. Another bank may decide to open new branches. This year, I've seen some banks open new branches. John Ewa is chief executive of the Ghana Association of Banks. Now, businesses and individuals will be offered some relief under the income tax amendment. This is despite the introduction of the levies, which has resulted in some rates on products being increased and profits of businesses being affected. There is more in this report. The Ghana Revenue Authority says it's in the process of finalizing these practice notes and should be ready before end of this month. This will help in dealing with the concerns of businesses in terms of how these levies should be applied by businesses and industries. These notes have become very necessary due to some challenges with the excise duty amendment, which will be looking at applying some taxes on products like mineral water and processed fruit juices. Some businesses have also told Joy Business that they are still struggling with how the new taxes should be applied. However, the Ghana Revenue Authority indicates that they are currently engaging businesses to address their concerns while the practice notice will be published very soon to deal with these issues. The authority is promising to address all concerns while it presses ahead with the implementation of these taxes. The Ghana Revenue Authority, however, rejected arguments that implementation of the levies should be suspended until the practice notes are published for businesses. That is a business tax report. Now, Kenya has announced plans to increase its trade volumes to Ghana by the end of this year. Statistics from the International Trade Center showed that Ghana export to Kenya in 2021 reached a little over $4 million, while that of Kenya to Ghana was valued at $10.3 million. Speaking at the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry Time with the Ambassador Series, Kenyan High Commissioner to Ghana, Alifa Spenek, charged members of the chamber to consider Kenya as their trading destination. Our Ministry of Trade is leading uh, a delegation to Kenya end of this month just to take their, uh, the, the Kenyan and to go and uh, explore the market, meet with their counterparts on the other end, uh, have uh, a display of uh, the products that uh, they consider to be available and uh, that would find market into the Kenyan market. But importantly also is to begin what is being called uh, a Ghana kind of trade house so that uh, Ghanaian uh, business men have a point where they can uh, get uh, in uh, storage and uh, guidance from to interact more with the Kenyan population. But over and above that, I want to say that uh, there isn't anything on government in terms of uh, expanding our trade engagement among our people. 
Kenya's High Commissioner to Ghana, LFAS, uh, Berenay and Evans on PM Express Business Edition. We're talking about the economy, the IMF program, and the talk about turnaround of the economy and also unemployment. What is the correlation between employment and the state of the economy? If the economy is not doing well, how does it impact on persons that are looking for employment. We are engaging the head of the Econs Department at the University of Ghana, our Lego Professor Barbara Ting, who has some strong specialty when it comes to labor economics to help us understand and appreciate the situation in terms of the way forward at 9 p.m. on PM Express Business Edition. Very important on the back of the Ghana Statistical Service report yesterday to put it in context and understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah. The reasons why the unemployment rate is that bad. Mm. This is the place to be tonight. Mm. Thank you very much, George. Let's do some messages uh, briefly. And I think the damning report of our consistent decline in press freedom over the past decade goes to reveal that our democracy is more cosmetic than substantive. Um, Citizen Sika Togo sent a rather long one. And this one says, if the vice president has any ideas to governance or govern this country as a should support his boss with those ideas to Ghanaians from this excruciating hardship. And uh, this one from Sam Bannerman in the UK, in the USA says, I don't think Al Jazeera, a very big news network, just got up and published a story and called our president a gold mafia. It is impunity uh, that the president always demonstrates to his appointees and party members who are into Galamse. And this one, Lincoln Akwitiman says, Doc should remember what happened to the late vice president, Aliu Mahama. Some of your messages. On to some other stories now. And scores of residents of Nima in uh, Yawasu East Municipality of the Greater Accra region have taken to the streets today to protest the poor state of your roads, abandoned projects and the general neglect of their community by the government. Now, in May 2019, government reaffirmed its promise to improve the standards of living in the various zongos across the country. However, the people of Nima say they have been neglected by the government. We'll get to hear from some of the residents shortly, but first we'll listen to the then Minister for Works and Housing, Samuel Atachia, and to meet the press engagement, promising to transform Nima into what he termed as a world-class residential enclave. Approximately 1,039 acres of prime land which Nima Imam will be occupied will give meaning and beauty to the present vision of inner city and zongo development. To this end, we are collaborating with the ministries of lands and natural resources, inner city and zongo development to make the aforesaid area a world-class residential enclave close to Jubilee House, the seat of government, and I want to stress this for the benefit of those who enjoy propaganda, without dislodging the good people who currently dwell in Nima and Mamobi. We make Nima a world-class residential area. We give the Nima folks a good place to live. We are going to build executive flats and housing arrangements for them. And then they will move in free of charge. Well, MFA Power, it's been four years since that promise. The, the residents today took to the streets to demand mm-hmm. that the government simply make good on this particular promise. Listen to some of them who are on the streets today. Nima is the house, it, in fact, it houses the seat of government, where government takes cabinet decision to asphalt any part of the country. If a place where decision is taken to asphalt the country is in a state in which it is, then we need to come out in our numbers to show our anger. We want our rules are really bad. We want it to be done. Right here, we are standing on the pitch. That was done. It has taken them more than four years to do this and it's really really bad this is the worst astro theft i've ever seen even if they decide to do something for us they just do it in a very haphazard manner we are not happy there's a storm drainage right across where we are right now that project has been there i don't remember how many years but it's close to a decade come on let's be sincere to ourselves we are all Ghanaians. we have suffered for far too long we think it's time for them they are not trying to fix our road and the market they are concerned this time we say we are making these demonstrations to give them the petition that next time we are not going to be like this. We will hit the road and we will make sure that there's no car will pass on the Nima Highway. That is our concern. Nima deserves better for a long time. This road that you see, it, look, this is uh, uh, 
what as as to tell for us to you can see if i don't know whether if they, they are doing a, a, a galamse here i don't know because look at the holes the water is coming in well, they've sent a formal petition now mm-hmm. to the Municipal Chief Executive of Ayawaso East, Hajia Salma Adam Sani Kuta. Their demand is simple. Government has one month to fix the challenges that they've uh, put forth. Listen to the leader, Ahaji Musa Maiga. Nima community has been neglected by this previous government for long. Nima lags behind in terms of infrastructure development and other social recreational amenities as compared to other communities in Accra. First and foremost, the Nima Highway, which serves as a link between the Nima community and Mamobi to the north and Asylum down to the south, is in deplorable state. The road has deteriorated beyond imagination. The astroturf at the Kwaukudi um, Park, which was started in September 2020, has been abandoned for no reason. The situation has deprived the community's soccer talent of the opportunity of a proper venue to train and exhibit their skills. Why has Nima been neglected? Don't we pay taxes as other citizens from other communities? We deserve a share of the national key. We are therefore petitioning the government through the Iowa East Municipal Assembly and CODA to answer a matter of urgency to one, give the Nima Highway a befitting facelift that it deserves. Refurbish all bad roads that link Nima Highway. Complete the Kaokudi Astrotop to benefit our soccer team. We are therefore giving the authority a 30-day notice to do the needful, else we shall continue with the demonstration. Well, thankfully, the Municipal Chief Executive had a response. Mm-hmm. He, she says she disagrees. In terms of developmental projects, we have fought in so many areas. Okay. We have evidence, we have achievement goals. The Minister has given approval for our roads. And then we all, we are all aware it's a process. When they give approval, it has to go to different departments before it mature for the contractor to come in and work. I also want Nima Roads to be fixed before 2024, before I finish my work. And inshallah, the government will fix our roads very soon. Well, thankfully, we can speak to um, a representative of the people, Member of Parliament, uh, Nasser Tuari Mohama, joins us on the line. Mr. Mohama, I wonder if you have made representations on behalf of your constituents uh, to government to address some of the concerns, and what official responses have you received? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, good evening Good evening to, 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 the, to your listeners. Uh, I just I just follow I just did a follow up of uh, a news bulletin. Uh, yes, uh, I can. Uh, excuse me, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, looking at the rules that you are talking about, I myself I did a follow up at the minister's office. You know, I first spoke with him in Parliament, and then he asked me to meet him in his office. So I was able to make it to his office. It just right in front of me, and then the minister signed for the road, for the asphalt of the roads in my constituency. But the the, the question is, uh, you know, all the contractors. Who's supposed to come and do the asphalt? They are all complaining they have not been paid. There's no way they they, they, they are they are not resourceful for to come and do the work. That has caused the delay. The delay. So the people of my constituency they came to me severally. I told them, look, this road. It, as I'm talking to you now, maybe after 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 the conversation, I can even send you the copy of the. They sign a document from the from the from the minister of rules office for you to witness that yes the documents that the minister has approved. So I keep telling them they should they should have patience until the contractor come to the site. But you, you know how it is. It's like they, they are comparing my the constituency to I want to know why I want to know 
have been asphalted and our side is not asphalted. So I was looking at, let me just give you some, you know, some small... So, 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 so bottom line, the challenge is processes have started, but lack of funds have delayed the start. We started the asphalt in the in Kanda area, from Kanda uh, area Mama. all the way to Numa Runabout, uh, hello, Mama. Runabout, all the way... Okay, uh, Mr. Mama doesn't seem to uh, hear me, um, but I, I think the, the message there was clear. He's made representations to the minister. The minister have assured him, but he says, you know, the challenges, you know, lack of funds has been an issue. Um, if you listen to us and you're on the part of Greater Accra, um, let's hear from you. Well, we've also been interacting with the presidential coordinator for Zango and Inner Cities Development, Ben Abdalabanda, and he says that the fund um, has carried out massive infrastructure projects in Zango communities, including Nima. From 2017 till 2020, till 2020, the Zango Development Fund and the Zango Development Secretariat carried out massive infrastructural development. I think pretty soon we'll go into the integrities of what the fund and the industry then did. And when I took over as a presidential coordinator, there have been a number of interventions that we have also carried out and that we continue to carry out. Well, so that's Ben Abdullah Banda. Let's do sports. Yes, 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 events. <laughs> well, it's the Ghana's under 23 team, uh, the Black Meteors, who will know the opponent for the group stage of the 2023 African Cup of Nations tomorrow, Friday. And uh, as per the information from CAF, the, 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 the lots, the drawing of the lots for the tournament, the group stage of the tournament, will be done in Rabat, Morocco tomorrow friday now uh, the total energies under 23 afghan will feature ghana and other countries including host morocco egypt niger guinea congo mali and gabon and the black meteors are hoping to succeed at the tournament to not only return home with the trophy but to also secure qualification for the 2024 olympic games in paris france that's it with the black meteors and of course uh, that tournament will come off in June and later this month, 20th of May, the Wafu Under 20 Women's uh, Tournament is also coming up at in Kumasi at the Barra Sports Stadium. And coach of the side, Bazigi, is hoping to win the tournament for Ghana. That's it for sports events. Thank you, Ms. Bao. And we have a game tonight. Let's uh, Manchester United, and I think it's uh, Brighton. Yes, you're playing Brighton. Very difficult game for you. Uh, we beat them uh, once already. In, uh, yeah, Africa. but you need to win it at least as far as your Champions League qualification is concerned. Yeah, okay. but Erling Haaland, though, he's yeah, now he's scored. Record. Yeah, it's 35 goals. He's, he's called a machine. I've said easily gets to 40. Yeah. This season, yeah, he can just in the Premier League because he have we have what four more games to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's a fantastic player. Well, thank that. you very much. Well, let's do um, this particular stuff. Have you heard the the latest or well, the album from um, No Stone Boy? Have you heard Stone Boy's no, latest no, album? Oh, you should. The one with Angelique Kijo. Mm-hmm. You'd love it. Well, um, the former NPP chairman, Freddie Blay, uh, was at that album launch. And for him, he wants entertainers to market their products since he has the potential to rake in revenue for the state. He's been speaking to us at that album launch. There's a fifth dimension. Definitely, it is not a question of politicians being the industry players, the activists, those who are involved in it, entertainers themselves. They must take control of what they are doing. They must sell what they are doing. They must enjoy it and invite Kenyans to participate. It is not a fiat of a politician that will build the industry. Politicians will create the environment. In Ghana particularly, we have a lot to offer. If you are not careful, Nigeria is taking over. Well, the Nigeria point, many agree mm-hmm. because they're taking over the world really with their music. Well, let's talk about cues and lyrics. There's our show um, every Sunday at 8 p.m. on Joy Prime. And one of the judges, Lawrence Nanesia Mahansin, I bet you don't know who I'm talking about. I'm oh, talking about Boo God. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's been um, making some controversial statements and some judgments, and it's got social media talking. You can listen to what transpired. 
your confidence i like the way you use the stage you know you were particular about your breath as well the first talk that you did for the department that's from kalkasi right yeah from you sounded better than him <laughs> well so that's got social media talking now uh, tonight also a u.s court has ruled that ed sheeran did not copy marvin gaye's let's get it on song you know let's get it on uh, let's get it on i'll play it for you to hear Please but do. this is the original one Darling, I will be loving you till we're 70. I've been really trying. It sounds very familiar, actually. See, I was just telling for funny the same in the studios. Yeah, really, like, this is Let's Get It On. Okay, now let's hear Ed Sheeran's one. When you play both, you don't have to do when anything. You, when you play both, looped over each other, and that's what we are doing in the background. It sounds almost the same. The same tempo, beat. In fact, you you don't have to do anything. But guess what? During uh, the case, um, Ed Sheeran told the court that if they do not, if they rule this case against him, it's going to end his career. He's just going to stop uh, music. And I don't know if um, this influence the decision of um, the court though he says uh, the toll of the like the trial is taking a lot of toll on him and that uh, will end his music career so they ruled that he did not copy Marvin Gaye's let's get it on song but I'm wondering maybe the jurors really love Ed Sheeran but I'm just wondering but anyway well I mean make I, of it what I, you will well one of my favorite all-time you know musicians so I'm happy Marvin Gaye Oh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm not in a generation of. Oh, Marvin, you are a lover. All the way like, with, with, of course, of course. Of oh, course. okay. So I'm you sure know. perfect. You love perfect then. Oh yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Now I see. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for this tonight. Tonight. We have um, personality profile uh, coming up. Daniel Nitaitos Glover mm. is our guest. Uh, you want to stay and hear all about it. In the meantime, let's get it on and thinking out loud. Uh, I'm going to play the, both songs together. at the same time okay. and see if you can figure out what's happening there. <laughs> <laughs> 